One way to grow your audience is to make sure you're being visible on sites other than your own. That's what we're talking about on episode 32 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Christy was one of my first ever guests on the podcast, and she joined me last fall to talk about how to get media attention for your business. We saw each other a couple months ago at the Be Connected conference here in Ottawa, where we were both speakers, and we were talking again, and I thought it would be great to have her back on the show because we want to talk about the idea of getting visible online and how that can go beyond just what we think of as traditional media. How do we get in front of new audiences? How do we make connections with people so that they're willing to promote us, whether it be on their radio show, on their TV program, on their blog, or on our podcast? So that's what we talked about in this episode. Let's jump in and have a listen. Thank you so much for joining me back on the podcast, Christy. Well, thanks for having me again. It's always great to join you and chat. Yeah. Christy, you and I, we've only met in person a couple of times, but I love to talk about the fact that I get to make connections with people like you from, I feel like we're, you know, we see and hang out with each other regularly because we see each other online. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a funny thing. We, uh, you and I have known each other online uh, for quite some time. And uh, I love the fact that last month we got a chance to see each other in person. Um, We were both at Be Connected conference in Ottawa. And it's always great to see each other in person and connect. And, um, you know, I got a chance to hear you speak, which was awesome. And uh, because conferences are a great way, right, to touch base and, and do that real life thing. Absolutely. And I got to hear you speak again. And I knew, you know, I wanted to have you back on the podcast so we could expand. Last time you were on, we talked about getting media attention. But today, you know, I'd love to talk a little bit more about just the importance of getting visible. Yeah, and that's really key because we, you know, we talk about, um, you know, this idea of getting press and, and, you know, but how do people find you? Um, You really do need to, to really up that visibility game. And, you know, it's easier to do than ever before, right? We're all on social, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Google Plus, possibly people are still on that. <laughs> <Some> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, but it is about using your visibility to reach out. And, you know, I use Twitter as a good example because it's a great place for you to get on there um, as an entrepreneur, small business, and be sharing content because you, you're creating content to build, you know, that no like and trust factor and your business street cred and your authority. Um And it's where journalists, where the media live, and they're looking for stories and they're looking for people. So if you're not out there being visible, they can't find you. And if you're not out there being visible and building the relationships with media, they're not going to find you and you're not going to build that relationship to the point where you can pitch them stories and be effective in your pitch and get featured. So visibility is really key. As far as that social media component, it is really about being out there. And visibility, too, is a way that I often think when we see people being featured in the media, I get it like a lot of people where you see somebody and they, they're just, they seem to be everywhere. They're on TV and they're on radio and, you know, they have a feature in a nice glossy magazine or in a newspaper article. 
and you think to yourself, gosh, why does that person keep getting featured? You know, I'm great at what I do. And how come I can't get, you know, that kind of media attention? And part of it probably is, is that person's a lot more visible and they're probably asking. And that's part of really amping up that visibility factor is you got to ask, you got to be out there, you got to build the relationships and, and pitch and say, Hey, you know what? I've got a great story. Love to, you know, connect with you, producer, reporter, editor. And that's part of being visible. You, you can't get the attention if you're not out there asking for it. Yeah. And I think this is something you and I have talked about before. The producers, editors, people, anybody creating content, they're looking for ideas. They, they tend to sort of get dried up and they need people to propose things. So it's not that you're bothering them, you're helping them out. Yeah. And that's key. Like they, it's their job as a producer, as a editor, reporter to create content for their audience. And most people I think are probably aware the media industry is, you know, been hit with a lot of layoffs and restructurings and they're smaller than they were even five years ago. Newsrooms are smaller. They're doing more with less. And so they're having to create content on a daily basis. If you're thinking if it's a 24-hour newsroom like uh, 680 News uh, Radio and some of their green stations across the country, they're creating content 365 days a year and they're on the radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's a lot of content. And it's so much easier to create that content when people are coming to you with really targeted pitches, pitches that hit the mark, right? That really are tailored to the audience that that particular journalist is serving. So you aren't bothering them. They want stories. They want great stuff to tell. And you coming to them with good stories, with a really well thought out pitch, that is not about you, that's about serving the audience, you're going to be successful in that pitch. But you have to be out there, you have to be vis- visible, and you have to ask. Yeah, it's interesting. So as this podcast is, you know, coming closer on to a year now, I'm starting to get pitches. Um, and so I think, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit about podcasts. And also, but I also love that when I get a good pitch, it includes not only what the topic's going to be, but they tell me, I know your format is like this, and this is how I'm going to serve that. Yeah, and that's really key. Podcasts and guest posting, a great way. Because I think a lot of times when we talk about media and PR, people automatically think mainstream. The social, like here in Canada, Marilyn Dennis, uh, the Today Show in the States, Good Morning America. That's all great. But I think people these days are branching out as far as the content. Podcasts are hugely popular because they're listen when you want to. But it's it's part of listening to as, you know, an entrepreneur so that you can send out a targeted pitch. So again, be aware, like listen to some of the podcasts, know the format, know the audience of that podcast and using social will help you do that. So, you know, Twitter again is sort of my go-to as far as list building. Uh, You want to create ultimately a nice spreadsheet uh, of media contacts, but Twitter helps you do that, right? So create some lists of some of your top guest posting websites and podcasts. Make them private if you don't want anyone to know, because when you make a list public, uh, the minute you add somebody, they get notified. So if you don't want anybody to know, you create your your list privately, but start listening, listening to the, the content that they're sharing on social, listen to the podcasts, so that when you do pitch, you know exactly what you're coming to. Like you say, you 
you know, the pitches that interest you that are the most compelling are the ones that are the right fit, right? They know your name. They know the name of the the show, the podcast, the website. They know what kind of content you provide to your audience. Your audience is specific. You have a specific demographic like a show like Good Morning America or any of the CTV news shows or global. They have a target demographic. So know that when you're pitching, because I think podcasts are a great way to get visible, build on that business street cred and build your authority and that no like and trust factor, right? It's key. Absolutely. And it is interesting, though, because I'm getting these absolute cold emails. And I could see how if somebody had sort of had a mini conversation with me on Twitter, before responded to a couple things, you know, just said a couple things to me, that that would have warmed me up a lot more. But before even if it is a quite targeted email that I'm still like I have no idea who you are so I could see that you know Twitter and we know Twitter is a good place for that relationship building with people you don't know yeah and and when it comes to journalists specifically there's been a couple of studies done they've done a, a survey of journalists and I think depending on which study you look at anywhere from 50 to 70 percent of journalists use Twitter every single day to do their job they're researching, they're finding stories, they're looking at what's trending, they're finding experts and thought leaders and business owners for stories. So it's a great place to go. But as you said, it helps you have a warm introduction. You know, journalists are human beings, they're people. And, you know, we want to have that personal connection and reaching out on social like Twitter helps you warm up that introduction. Because when that person has had some interaction with you, when you go to pitch them and the email comes across their computer, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And you have the ability to say, hey, you know, this is so-and-so. We chatted a few times on Twitter. Here's that story that I, I wanted to pitch you. Yeah. It just warms them up just a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, just warms them up a little. Something else that I know that has come up a lot when we've chatted is how people think, well, do I do this myself? Do I hire a PR firm? What are my options? I think if you're a solo entrepreneur, you're a small business, the fact that hiring a PR agency can cost a lot of money. Um, and if you want to you know, set aside a few thousand dollars upward to $10,000 for PR and media, great. But we all know that that's a huge amount of your budget. And I don't necessarily think that that's a must. Because the key with hiring PR is is that they're doing the work for you, which is great. You do have to take the time to get them up to speed as far as who you are, what you do, the message that you're trying to convey, and what you want to get out of getting media attention. You know, it's these contacts, the relationships, they belong to the PR rep. They do not belong to you. So no matter how long or how short you work with that PR company, those media contacts and those relationships never really belonged to you. So I really, truly believe that you can do it yourself. And I know a lot of people think, oh, so much work to do. I think like anything in business, things that you, 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 know, you ultimately want to be successful at, take a little bit of work There's and time. But I think that there's lots of ways that you can do it that don't eat up hours and hours and hours every single day. The key is, is using some of social the time that we are on social to to set aside some of that time for your media right so if you're on twitter set aside a few minutes 
every time you're on Twitter or maybe every day, maybe 15 minutes to build some relationships, make some contacts, add a few media partners, journalists, producers, editors, podcasters, whatever it is that you want to, to sort of focus on. Add them to some lists. Start listening, resharing, retweeting some of their content. It doesn't mean being on for hours a day, you know, 15 minutes a day, using some of that social time effectively. So then you've built some lists, you build some relationships. And it's certainly if you've, you know, set yourself up where you have an assistant, those are things that you can definitely, I don't want to say outsource, but you insource, right? Mm-hmm. You're using your assistant to do some of those things to say, look, I want you, you know, this week to add 10 new media contacts to our Twitter list so that we can build on those relationships. And then maybe after, you know, the following week, let's add five of those people to our, you know, our own spreadsheet of lists with emails. It's, it's certainly things that you can sort of insource to assistance that you have. It doesn't necessarily mean that you as the business owner or the entrepreneur has to spend all of this time of your, your own uh, working all of these aspects of it. I, it's completely doable because it's more effective when you're using someone who works with you and knows you, knows what your message is and knows what your your business does rather than outsourcing to PR. And then ultimately you are owning that list that's been curated. Absolutely. Those are your relationships. They they travel with you all the time because you you want to build those relationships of your own. You want to have those contacts in your toolbox. You don't want to give them away and you don't want to pay somebody to do the work, but then keep those relationships. You know, they're, they're taking the time. And granted, if you're a PR rep, you're taking that time to build those relationships for yourself. So naturally, I get that they want to keep them. That's their, you know, that's, that's their business. But thing is, is you as a business owner know where you want to take this, and what message you want to put out there. And it takes a little bit of time. But these are things that are totally doable. And it isn't, you know, once you put these systems in place, it's, it's not overwhelming, right? You want to use the time effectively, build your lists, listen, create those private lists so that when you open, you know, TweetDeck or HootSuite or whatever it is, add it to a column so that you can listen and, you know, see what they're sharing so that you know where, where their audience is. You want to do all of this so that you're building as you go because you don't want to say, hey, I've got a great story I want to pitch. I don't have any contacts. And then you have to spend hours of that day building, finding emails, you know, finding those, you know, producers and editors. But if you're taking the time on a weekly basis to build that up and then comes time to say, hey, I got a great story. You have your list already. You have your, your contacts and you've done a little bit of work as a team, the team that you have to massage some relationships. So you have the people already in place. To say, hey, you know what, that producer at X station or that X show, you can just shoot them a quick email because you've done the work ahead of time. Yeah, and a lot of people ask me whether or not I think Twitter is is useful for their business. And, and I've hesitated in some ways to say it's as useful as I used to think it was. But I do still think it is one of the best places to reach out to people you don't know if you're looking to build relationships and partnerships. And so that becomes exactly what you're talking about. If you spend 10, 15 minutes a day going and searching for people who are making decisions about content, whether it be for podcasts or for you know, traditional media and, and start just, you know, liking their tweets and commenting. Yep. That's, that's, yeah, that's a great tip. And 
um, I think something that people can put into practice. And then the other thing I'm hearing you say is, is something that I say a lot, even when it comes to your whole social media strategy is as the business owner, you need to own what you're trying to do. You need to be clear on your message and, and you need to do all that, but you can get help from within a team to make it happen. And if I go back to my podcasting example and those pitches I've been getting, the people who are emailing me with the pitches are not the people who are interested in being on the show. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is not to, well, I'm going to toot my own horn. One of the things that, that I love to do for people is um, I'm not a PR firm, but what I am is a sounding board. And, you know, I can really, because I've worked in the media for 20 years, you know, I have a lot of those key elements in my own toolbox where I can help people figure out what is effective and the best approach and how to, you know, put some of these things in place to help them build and create systems so that they can pitch ideas and stories and get press. But it's not something that is overnight success. Like you don't just pitch a story and next thing you know, you're getting millions of dollars worth of sales. It's things that you you have to build on it, right? You have to build the relationships, you have to build the portfolio, the credibility, the, the media components to your full message. But it it's it's a work in progress. And you have to schedule and make time to build the relationships, figure out what you want from it, and really put the time in. It's not about being overwhelmed, but we're all on social every day. And so how are you using that time effectively to reach out, build relationships, those partnerships that will ultimately get you media attention, get you the opportunity where you can reach maybe a whole new audience of people, potential customers and clients that you aren't able to do uh, without that media partner in play. And I'm a huge fan of getting support, right? Getting coaching, whether it be as a business coach, a marketing coach, a media coach, getting that kind of help so that when you are spending that time, you're doing it with a focused purpose. Without having that clear intention, it's so hard to be effective. You think, I'm trying to get media. It's not working. It's not doing anything I want to. But you haven't sat down with somebody who can really help make sure you're doing it the right way. Yeah, because I think, you know, especially with having worked in a newsroom in both radio and television, there's lots of things that go on sort of behind the scenes that most people never really know about because it's not part of your everyday experience. So having somebody who knows how that works in your sort of back pocket is really helpful because it's, you know, we can put all of these strategies and techniques and people often say this, well, how do I get them to open my email? How do I write a compelling pitch? And sometimes it's, you know, we overthink things. Mm -hmm. It's not so much, yeah, there's strategy and technique, but sometimes just thinking like I posted today in in, uh, my Facebook group, again, to my own horn, Media PR Collective for Entrepreneurs, Today, I talked about how when you're sending out pitches, you have to remember, like, journalists are people. They, they want you to use their name. You, they want you to talk to them like a real person. And sometimes we can forget that in our effort to put strategies and techniques in place and all of these things. We forget that human element, that they're people, journalists, producers, reporters, editors, they're people doing their job. They're trying to create content for their audience that's their business Um, and sometimes we forget that because we're you know so focused on what we want out of pitching the media that you forget it's a person they just want you to talk to them like a person and when you kind of add that human element back in I think you will find that that's how you get their attention that's how you create something 
a pitch that's compelling is when you make it personal and targeted, but remember that they're a person. Yeah, they are. They're people. (laughs) They're people too. (laughs) Well, those are great tips, Christy. And you just, you briefly mentioned, and so I'm going to mention again, is you have a really great Facebook group where you talk about this stuff, right? This is, if this is something that people want to learn more about how to engage with the media, whether it be, you know, from a podcast or traditional media, you have a Facebook group that's designed to help people figure this kind of stuff out. Yeah, we, um, I share lots of tips. I try and stay theme focused on every day, but offer extra stuff. So Mondays are Media Mondays. Tuesdays are Ask Me Anything. And it's literally Ask Me Anything about media and PR. Do you have a you know, press release or a pitch? Is there kind of an idea that you were thinking about? Thursday's uh, tip tool and technique day. So we talk about all of these things with the idea being that, you know, it's a community of entrepreneurs. We help each other out. And I'm giving you some of those secrets, some of the things that I know about how media work and really helping entrepreneurs sort of fine tune um, their techniques and really what works for them and kind of pulling the curtain back on some of these, what would maybe be considered insider secrets of how the media make some of their decisions and because uh, I really do think there is power in that and power in using and leveraging that power of the media and um, if you you know make some of the right moves and really find things that work for you you can really be successful at you know pitching the media and getting that attention and using it to your advantage yeah absolutely and it's great your group is great at doing that so I will link to the group in the show notes And we invite everybody to come over and join. I am in the group as well. So um, we'd love to see you in Christy's group. And Christy, thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks for having me. It's always great. I could talk forever about this. So thanks for having me. It's always fun. It is. And who knows, maybe we'll come up with another topic to talk about again. Yes, I hope so. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks. I'm so happy that Christy was able to join me so that we could have that chat. And I am going to put links in the show notes to her website as well as to her Facebook group, which is such a great resource for you to go and ask questions that are going to help you get more visible. It's going to help you get in front of new people. Come on over to the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 32. I'll have all those links as well as the links to subscribe to the show on Stitcher and iTunes. As always, I appreciate any comments and thoughts you have to leave for me in the show notes. And keep in mind, I have a podcast and I'm always looking for guests. So if you want to pitch me and practice doing that, tweet me, leave me a message, come to my Facebook group at thebizstudio.ca, build that relationship with me and then let's talk because maybe then you'll be a great fit for my show. larawellman.com slash podcast slash 32. And until next time, I'll see you online. 